all you mess heads out there. Welcome back to This Wedded Mess, the internationally known podcast. That's right. This is Trish, an okayish mom, uninterested housekeeper, and an anxiety-ridden wife. Killing these life goals. Welcome on back. This is episode seven of season two. And as always, we appreciate you listening. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and keep up with us on the Facebook and the Instagram. How are ya? Want to give a big shout out to Germany. Yeah, somebody in Germany found this wedded mess. So welcome aboard. That makes five countries. I'm, I'm getting a little shy over here. I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh, people are listening. It's kind of wild. But I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found this wedded mess. Subscribe to it. Share it with your friends. Let's get a following happening on the socials. Speaking of socials, I just signed up for a personal account with MeWe, which is a Facebook-like social media platform, except it's totally uncensored, and I am all for that. So if you haven't checked out MeWe yet, give it a go. Uh, it's really, at this point, it's kind of trailing behind, what's the other one? Parlor. In terms of popularity, everybody's, Parlor's kind of all the buzz right now. But Parlor's like a Twitter, and that's never made sense to me. I tried it. I hated it. I haven't used it. So MeWe is kind of more my speed. So check it out if you haven't done so yet. I don't know why I feel kind of nervous today. I think it's all these new listeners, which is exciting, but it's like, whoa. Mark and I haven't had a date night in quite a while. We've either been too broke or too busy, honestly, to go. And I'm thinking, what would we even do? Like, should we get the opportunity? What would we even do? Because the second we're alone and it's quiet, <laughs> whether we're in the car dropping off the kids or we get back to the house, whatever the situation is, as soon as it's quiet, a tiredness comes over you like a tsunami wave. It's just, it's crazy. So this means we really need to go out to have any chance of staying awake or the will to stay awake <laughs> for the next couple hours. Now we're both fans of being at home. We're homebodies. I love staying in, watching movies, eating takeout, whatever. It's cheaper than going out. But it just, it never really seems to go well. Like, okay, I will pick a movie and I don't know for whatever reason, if it's a movie that my husband's going to watch with me, it ends up being horrible, just a terrible movie. And then I get this reputation and I start to get insecure. Like I can't pick out good movies. And then anytime I talk about a movie, Mark's automatically like, oh, that's going to be crappy. I just feel like it was a coincidence. And maybe I shouldn't be judged. <sighs> I don't know. But anyway, so assume we're at home and we watch a movie and we're eating. Our bellies get full. And so then our eyes start to get even heavier. It's like the food. It pushes, it pushes the sleepy button. So staying at home for a date night, it has its pitfalls. Like say we're watching a movie and I get up to go to the bathroom. Well, on the way to the bathroom, I notice that the laundry needs to be done. I'm like, well, I can do that while I watch the movie. So I take the laundry 
in and fold it while I'm watching the movie. I look over. Mark's probably asleep by now because he doesn't like the movie and he's full. Then I'm like, well, I guess I'll go do the dishes because those are waiting to be done too. And then boom, time's up. It's time to wake Mark up and go get the kids. That's how our date nights tend to go. It's just a shame. It's because working from home or having a stay-in home date night, there's just too many distractions. There's too many things that you haven't had time to do that when it's quiet and the kids are gone, you you either want to dive into those or just go to sleep. It's the worst options for date night you've ever seen. It's a date night killer. <gasps> Chores. Pick up clutter. Wash the car. Mow the yard. Do the dishes. Fold the laundry. (laughs) It's always something. You just never run out of stuff to do as an adult. Because even if nothing is pressing at the moment, like you don't have to actually do that thing right now, it's there. And you think, oh, I could get ahead if I spent this little free time I have and get that done real quick. But it's all an illusion because you never get ahead. And that's going to spiral me and off in a whole nother direction. And I'm going to stay focused. There is a meme and I've got to post it. It reminded me when I saw it, I was like, this is how my podcast is. This is how I am as a person and how I speak. Therefore, this is also a very good descriptor of the podcast, (laughs) which is... You start at a point, it's not a graph, it's like lines or, that basically turn into like a, a squiggly circular mess. And it's like, oh, you start with your story and then you remember something and then you remember a side story and then you go back to the point, but then you have to go forward to make this part make sense. So then you go back and then you go around and then, and then you notice something and you get a call and then you get an... <sighs> And pretty soon you're like, what the hell are we talking about? It's crazy. So I don't know when we're going to set this little date night up because as much as I want to do it, I just don't have high hopes (laughs) that we're going to connect and it's going to actually be what it was intended for, which is to have conversations that are for pleasure versus necessity or... We're going to talk about plans that we have that revolve around chores, or we're going to talk about finances, or we're going to talk about the kids and something that's going on there. Something that's not why we love each other. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. Well, yeah, that's probably it. I just think of a day night should be you're in the moment. The only things you're going to talk about or do are happening right now in the moment and they revolve around the two of you. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's like we have to be disciplined on date night. Like, don't talk about the kids. If you talk about the kids, you got a spank on. <laughs> something, something like that. I don't know. There have to be consequences. All right, you guys. It's time for another Urk Alert. Urk Alert. This is an Urk Alert. That's right. Thank you, Apple. I now have to learn how to use my phone again after your update. I didn't ask for that. I didn't I didn't ask for it. Here, I don't understand. I got the update, but my husband did not. What's up with that? 
What funky setting does he have toggled off that I haven't discovered? I know this may be very controversial and polarizing even, perhaps. But say what you will about Androids, but Apple's only now, I believe, catching up to Android. Here is what I mean. I've had both. I've had Android. I've had Apple. I loved my Android. Here's the thing. I fell for the hype. Trusted friends in my life. Oh, Apple's so great. Blah, 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 blah. And I was having to replace my Android phones yearly. And it was expensive and it was annoying to have to go in and reset up a whole new phone and transfer all the stuff. And I'm not good at the whole transition of phone to phone because I am really like super anal about making sure I have all my information and everything got swiped over. And so it was a nightmare when I would do that. I mean, there I would... I would take inventory of every single page and what was on it. And I mean, I had illustrations and lists. I had the whole thing going on when I would have to switch my phone over. So my friends were like, oh, you know, Apple lasts so much longer. And yeah, sure, you know, it takes a, a little bit of getting used to, but then it's all good. It's just, they're so much better. Okay. The first thing I realized about Apple was you couldn't assign individual ringtones to certain people. And that was not an important feature, but it was a feature that I missed and that I had liked about Android. It was only recently my husband actually told me he was able to do it. And I was like, well, I don't know when this came along, but okay, that's nice. Thank you, Apple, for catching up to Android. The other thing was on my Android, I would have all these widgets. And granted, I had a lot less on my phone back then. So the widgets, which take more space, were easier to accommodate. But now it's been like four years and I'm not used to widgets and I have so much more on my phone than ever before that I'm kind of over it. But now with this update, we have widgets. Okay, there again. Thanks, Apple, for finally catching up to Android. And here's the real rub. The first Apple iPhone I had, literally, I had to replace it about a year into having it. I was like, well, this is not even... (laughs) hasn't done me any good. The only reason I decided to give Apple a shot was so I wouldn't have to be replacing it every year, and here I go. That ticked me off. One thing I will say, though, about Apple is I very much enjoy the transition from Apple to Apple phone, and maybe they had a simple transition to Android and Android. I just didn't know about it because, there again, I am not tech savvy. That whole thing is, it flies right over my head, but the whole iCloud transition situation with from Apple to Apple device. Love it. Except there again, except when I, when they moved to iOS 13 and I got the iPhone, I don't even remember what it is. I think this is a 10. I don't know. No, I've got an 11. They just came out with, I don't even freaking know what I have, but it's not the newest one. It's the one I think before that. When I got it, the uh, like reminders list and the notes, that was like a bug where not all of those came over. That stressed me out because that is one of the most important things I need and have to keep track of because I'm a list maker, feel I have to know anything about everything and I write it all down and if I don't have absolutely everything, it, it it's like, well, what am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? stressed me the heck out. But I was able to recover all of my stuff. I think it's what I tell myself so that I can sleep at night. But uh, anyway, that that was annoying. Well, 
So this Apple 14 update happens and, you know, it's telling me to set up my profile again and all this and all that, which I just ignore and I go on about my business until I'm in the moment and I go to call somebody and where I would just swipe over and then see my favorites and click on whoever. Well, now there's all these like widget things and my people aren't there. And I'm like, what? what? So then I have to go back over and go into my contacts and tap, 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 tap and find what I need. And it's just, I didn't ask for this. It's not that it's a huge deal or it hurts me or anything like that. It's just, it inconvenienced me. I wasn't prepared and I didn't ask for it. And then oppositely, if you scroll all the way over through all your pages and then you get to the last one, oh, look, they organized it for me. Well, guess what, Apple? Though I appreciate organization almost more than anything, we perhaps have different ideas about how we would organize these things. And I'm not really a fan of the way you did it. So I don't know. I don't even know why that's there because I have it organized the way I want it already on my home screens, all six of them, because I have so, so many <laughs> apps and folders of websites and resources about all kinds of things. I already got it. You know how many hours I've already spent at night just organizing my flipping home screens? I got it. I don't need this. I'm planning a move. I'm working on a garage sale. I'm Christmas decking. I'm about to be doing that. Trying to avoid COVID and not listen to any election news. This was uncalled for this whole update so you know what apple get out of here erk alert erk alert this is an erk alert all right if you have an erk that you want to get addressed let's talk about it send them in to this sweated mess podcast at yahoo.com and let's talk about it i would love to hear some some irks of those listening Nothing would bring me more joy. It's like I love getting fired up about stuff sometimes. I mean, you need, everybody needs excitement. And it's not like I'm, a, it's not like a sick, I'm addicted to drama because I am not, I do not function well with drama. But irks and, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. That's my jam. So send them in, guys. I'm waiting. There is so much I just don't understand about my children. Um, let's go through a few. How are they getting body wash on their bodies and, and actually getting clean without using a wash rag? How does that work? I'm very confused. Why does my son refuse to dry off with a towel? These things do not make sense to me. He gets, he gets out of the shower, gets dressed, comes out hair dripping. Water is rolling down his face. Honey, what? why are your clothes wet and you are leaking all over my couch right now? Go dry off. Oh, I didn't want to. Okay. Well, I'm about to have to wring you out over the sink, so tootle along. Why does my son want to wear his winter coat in 81 degree weather? I don't know. We're definitely in that weather, which we can all relate to, where it's chilly in the morning, blazing hot in the afternoon, or at the very least, comfortably warm. He wants to be out there. Now, he's got a big puffer coat with, like, the furry lining inside. You you need all that? I pull up to carpool, and I see my boy standing out there in puffer coat. You are not cold, dude. 
why does my daughter leave something literally everywhere she goes? It's like a trail. It's like she's she's Little Red Riding Hood leaving her breadcrumb trail, except it's it's a little girl toy book crap drawing crayon trail. <sighs> I guess one positive about that is you can always find her. Okay, here's another one. Why do they see me doing dishes and instantly need ice cream? What is up with that? And we're still without a dishwasher, so I'm hand washing it all. I've just hand washed the ice cream scooper from last night when we did this. Dried it and put it away right before you come in. Pull it out and use it again. I can't wash the ice cream dish in the chicken water. This is, this is not. <sighs> all right, next. Why do I ask and also grill them to see, make sure they are ready to go? And then they say yes. Then the second it is time to go, because before I was just asking in preparation. Now it's time to go. Then they have to bolt across the house for everything they need. I need my, oh, I need my, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Can you even imagine? Oh, All right, next up, why does the sound of them getting annoyed annoy me so much? They'll be sitting in the back seat. He's doing something silent. I can't see him. I can't hear what he's doing. All I hear is her going, now I'm annoyed with you for being annoyed with him, and he gets off (laughs) scot-free. My son elevates really quickly, so if his sister annoys him, I know it's going to get dirty really quick. So when I hear him start to get annoyed, I'm annoyed that I have to quickly spring into action to divert the situation. And lastly, and possibly the biggest thing I don't understand about my kids is why they have to verbally assault me as if I am I'm going through a gauntlet of questions and stories, and comments, and just random everything in their brain, and every complaint, and every request they have, right there, the second they see me, I come, I I step foot down the stairs, I haven't even got to the coffee pot yet, this is not allowed, this is not the way we do things, this is not orderly, back off, You must take a number and sit down quietly. They do not seem to understand. I need a good half hour to wake up. I am not thinking yet. I haven't had the coffee. Therefore, the the blood is not moving through my body at the rate it's going to when I can think and do the things. I think actually adding to this, though, is the fact that my dogs also get so excited when I come downstairs and they're, you know... You know, and one's sniffing and one's jumping and going, and then the kids are like, Mom, I haven't had my coffee. You got to give me a minute. So I guess that wraps up what I don't understand about my kids. I I, I touched on this last week a little bit with uh, the selling on Facebook, like in the marketplace or the garage sale groups or whatever. And... (laughs) I thought, I need to talk about this. I need to talk about this from the point of view of the buyer and the point of view of the seller. So (laughs) people selling stuff on Facebook are scandalous. 
we bought some bar stools and it was like three for $50. And I thought, well, that's unheard of. They must be trash. Pictures looked great. I asked the lady, I said specifically, do they have any tears in them? And I wasn't expecting much. Like the pictures that were posted, it, <laughs> it kind of looked like the bar stool. It was in this room, but it looked like there was like a lot of trash around it or something. I was like, well, I, I don't know. Are they going to stink? Well, I mean, I don't know. I figure it's wood and then it's like a like a plastic seat. So I'm thinking easy cleaning. I like that. The wood, I don't care if it's dented up or whatever because wood is wood. It'll probably be fine. I send my husband over to look at them, to inspect them to see if they're good. And if they're good, he was armed with the money to purchase them. Well, <laughs> my husband being a husband didn't understand what I wanted him to really be looking for, I guess. And here he comes home 30 minutes later with these three bar stools. I sit down on one, I get up, and I notice all this black is flaking off the chair, onto the floor, it's on my clothes. I'm like, well, <sighs> lady out and out lied to me about that. But also I view my husband as an accomplice in that crime against me because, you know, he was negligent in doing proper, uh, uh, quality control so it was two against one what was I gonna do years ago we had a garage sale and we had this set of big heavy books they were like children's books from the 1970s it almost looked like an encyclopedia set but it was like for kids and um I think we had either given them away or sold them for a dollar or something I no joke went to a secondhand consignment sale in the last month or two saw those books on sale for $10. That's scandalous. I looked to see my if my name was on the box still, because I mean, it looked like the box we put them in and everything, but they had, thankfully, I mean, they tore the label off, so my information wasn't just out there in the world, but I was rather surprised. So when you are on Facebook as a seller, some of the messages you get are so crazy. They want to haggle the price. There's no grammar involved in most of the messages. You could get through a whole conversation and then they either, and like you're to the point where it's like, okay, let's meet somewhere and they ghost you or you set a time and a place and they don't show up. It is so annoying. They'll ask so many questions and expect perfect condition and all the right things, but then want to price haggle with you. What I love is when you're set in a specific location and you show up on this location's board, somebody says they're interested in it. You go through the whole conversation of negotiating, answering questions, blah, blah, blah. And then they go, well, where do you want to meet? And you say where, and they're like, oh, well, I don't go out that far. Oh, okay. Well, you're on that far's area page. So maybe you should adjust where you're looking at. Do you think? <sighs> you're wasting my time. What I love too is so often you'll have to actually walk that person through the conversation. Like, okay, say for instance, let's say I'm going to sell a table for $20. Okay. Person message you and says, is it still available? You say yes right away. Hours go by. Nothing. You reply back. Uh, did you still want the table? And they might instantly reply yes. And then that's all they reply. <laughs> and you're like, okay, do you expect it to just virtually appear or do you have a 3d printer situation you're I, I don't know so then you as the seller have to say okay when's a good time for you to meet and pick it up 
nothing. <laughs> Maybe the next day you say, hey, wondering if you can pick it up today. The way you ask questions is important because you have to imply boundaries. People just, they stop the process or they don't know how to continue. I don't know what the situation is, but it's like, why do you as the person who wants this not getting to the point of like getting it? Why do I have to facilitate this conversation so that we end up making a, the transition? I don't know. I don't get it. So when I am a buyer, I am prompt. And I'll tell you what happened. I at one point was selling a f more than a few things on Facebook at the same time. I had several listings out there. I was dealing with a lot of messages coming in and a lot of these things were happening by multiple people on multiple listings, right? So I was getting pretty ticked off. And one person messaged me and they were interested in this toy I had. And I said, I was done being Mr. Nice Guy. I was just like, you want it or not, here's where you're going to get it. This is what you're going to pay. See you then or don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> At this point, I was coming across very blunt and very, because I'm usually very nice. I'm very accommodating. I'm very what works for you. I'm just a courteous person having a conversation, the way that that goes. It's nothing special. It's just the way that people usually, or I guess I should say, used to talk to one another Back in the old days, because, you know, you may be young now, but 40 gonna get ya. And when it does, you're gonna realize how rude these young people are. Well, anyway, this person ended up, they were at work at the moment, and then they were going to meet me at this certain time at this certain place. And I just, I had a hard time believing them. And they had to actually reassure me and kind of work at the fact to prove to me <laughs> that they would go, they were actually going to be there as they promised. And I felt so bad after the fact because they were there, it happened, everything was good. I actually messaged them back after we had made the transaction and said, thank you for being a decent human. Like I literally typed these words out and I was like, they're going to think I'm an idiot, but I don't even care because at this point I have dealt with the most useless time, waste of time conversations a person can have. And then I found this one person who did what they said they were going to do. And dang it, it deserves recognition. Anywho, <laughs> I don't remember if they replied back or not. They were probably like, whatever, loser, geez. They probably like got home and threw away the toy, like scared it was infected with my weirdo germs. I don't know. So anyway, when I am a buyer, knowing what I deal with as a seller, I am very prompt about my replies. I try to provide a positive experience for the seller because, because I know they have like 50 unintelligible or half-completed conversations in their messages about this one thing. Decent people who carry a conversation, keep their word, meet you where you say and the time you say and don't change plans a hundred times and have the, have the cash in hand and do the transaction as it's presented the people out there that do all this, they're, they're hard to find, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I value you if you're one of those. To all you awesome sellers and buyers on Facebook, that's right, you know who you are. Take a bow. Take a bow. That's right. Hey, switching gears, Thanksgiving is just a couple weeks away, and nobody's talking about it other than <laughs> you have to stay home and social distance and not go see your mom and not go to Thanksgiving dinner with your family, which is probably good because there's probably going to be a lot of fighting because politics are 
everywhere and whatever. Poor Thanksgiving, it's just kind of gotten forgotten. It's slammed between the Day of the Dead and Christmas, which, you know, Christmas has been lengthening its, you know, shadow over Thanksgiving for years and years now. But I feel like this year in particular, Thanksgiving is really getting the shaft because we got COVID going on and don't go to family dinners for Thanksgiving. And if you do, wear a mask and everybody eats in a different room and blah, blah. I don't really know of anybody who's actually going to follow those kind of guidelines. (laughs) I know my family certainly isn't going to do that. Everybody's going to come from their respective homes and gather up in one, and we're going to congregate like a big old infectious COVID stew. I certainly hope not, but you know what I mean. Thanksgiving really in recent years has become kind of just synonymous with the beginning of the Christmas shopping craze. I mean, that's what you identify with. Oh, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And it's like, oh, that'll start. (laughs) Not, oh, we're so thankful and we're gathered. We're thankful for the harvest, the changing of seasons, the food. No, it's how much does Best Buy have laptops on for this year? Walmart's got TVs for $23. Uh, Coles has doorbusters. I don't, what are the doorbusters? I don't get the doorbusters. Is that just a fancy name for things that when you bust through the door, you can get? I never really got into that Black Friday shopping stuff. I tried it once. I did try it once and uh, it was awful. I just drove around for a long time and waited in lines and ended up not able to get anything. It was the worst. Everything would be sold out. It was the worst. Speaking of Christmas, I saw a funny commercial the other day. (laughs) You know, moving through this year and everything has to adapt to COVID and the restrictions and all this. You know, we're working differently, going to school differently, doing everything in our life practically differently. Um, Reservations. Make reservations for your Santa pictures at Bass Pro. <laughs> hey kids, let's go see Santa. Hold on, let me make a reservation. Is it just me or does that seem funny? Like, Timmy, no. No, Timmy. We only have we have five minutes. It's here on the schedule. Santa only has five minutes for us. All right. So lastly, before I wrap it up, let me just tell you we are having a yard sale this weekend. And I'm dreading it and I'm kind of looking forward to it the same. It's a huge, big thing to do and there's so much to do and it takes so long and all this kind of stuff. But at the same time, hopefully we are able to unload so much of it because we typically, when we have a garage sale and we don't sell everything, we might get rid of some of it, but for the most part, we keep it for the next one and we keep it for the next one and oh my gosh. So I'm getting geared up for that. There is so much to do to prepare for a garage sale. You have to get all the stuff. You got to prepare. You got to process it. There's a process, at least if you want things to sell. Like, like there is science, I think, maybe proving that (laughs) the more organized your sale is, the better chance you have of things moving because people don't have to, um, they're not confused. They have the answer they need right off the bat. Um, 
you know, if things are organized nicely, it's more appealing. It just, it's a whole thing. I spend the entire next day like recuperating <laughs> physically and mentally from said garage sale because also you're sleep deprived. Like you get up at the butt crack of dawn for these early birds, which get out of here. We are not ready. We are not ready. We will tell you when we are ready. Okay? We are not ready. That's right. Back down the street. Why don't you wander on over down the way there to Denny's and get yourself an early bird special because we're not taking early birds here. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Yeah! Well, that's going to wrap it up for episode seven of The Sweated Mess. Thanks, y'all, for stopping by, for listening in all the countries. <laughs> if you are enjoying this, please, it would be awesome if you went and left a review. Five stars would be great. Kind words are always appreciated. Join us on social media, Facebook and Instagram. And, uh... Phone coming back. Just remember. What, what is it? What is it? You know it, mess heads. Come on. If your life wasn't a mess, you'd probably be dead. Ow. <laughs> See ya next.